Good morning, everybody. Welcome to CryptoTalk.News. I'm your host, Steve Nelson Jr. Thank you very much for tuning into the broadcast. Remember, if at any point in time that you like the broadcast, go ahead and clap it up. Don't forget to share it with your friends and associates. And don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, all those good sources. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel for great daily updates. This is a quick crypto update for the morning of February 23rd, Friday. So check this out. In overnight trading, Bitcoin is down about 3.13%, but it is still over $10,000, coming in at about $10,089. Bitcoin Cash is up about 4 uh, actually up about 0.7% or $1,287. And Ethereum is up about 2.34%, landing at $857. And Litecoin is down about 1.29%, coming in at $206, um, which is still higher than what it closed at yesterday. I am currently trading BTC and LTC pairs, as well as BTC and ETH pairs, and BTC and BTCH pairs. So I've had some luck this morning doing some trading. I'm very excited to see how today is going to go. I do see a lot of green in Bitcoin Cash and Ethereum. There is a little bit of green in the Litecoin area when trading it head-on with BTC. So if you are looking to make some Bitcoin profits this morning, it looks like Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin are ways to be able to trade your way up and get some more Bitcoin um, as they are both, or all three of them are running a bit higher. So this is the first session for this morning's episode i thank you all very much for checking out the channel don't forget to go ahead and give us a follow clap it on up here and share this on your favorite social media platforms we thank you very much for checking out the channel i'm steve nelson jr and remember you can always go to cryptotalk.news to keep up with your daily cryptocurrency news have a great morning and we'll talk to you soon Montana scores a $250 million Bitcoin mining campus or Bitcoin mining farm. Campus is just another amazing word to say, a big friggin' facility. Hey everybody, I'm Steve Nelson Jr. This is CryptoTalk.News on Anchor. Thank you very much, Anchor. We appreciate what you do and what you've done to come out with such an amazing broadcast. I wanna take a second here to tell you that if you would like to go ahead and start a podcast talking about what you love, just like I love cryptocurrencies and business, tell you what, go ahead and start it on Anchor. It's a great place and a great way to get started. Just so you know, I'm not being paid by Anchor to say that. Anyway, back to the show. I'm Steve Nelson Jr. If you haven't subscribed or clapped up the channel, I'd appreciate it if you go ahead and do that now. You also can find more information about cryptocurrencies and about the show on CryptoTalk.News online, as well as go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel, CryptoTalk.News. So the Big Sky Country state of Montana keeps raking them in. For the second time this month, a mining operation is announcing its move to the Butte area. PowerBlock Coin LLC is reportedly plunking down a quarter of a billion dollars, that's right, $250 million, to upgrade existing facilities to mine the world's most popular cryptocurrency. That's right, 
Bitcoin. Now, the Montana Standard did report that a company called Power Block Coin LLC plans to invest $251 million in capital improvements over the next 36 months in Montana Connections, a special tax district which is west of Butte. Earlier this year, we started receiving inquiries from blockchain miners interested in low-cost electrical capacity, explained Aaron Tilton, who's actually the CEO of Blue Castle Holdings, which is the parent company of Power Blockcoin LLC. Not just any electrical capacity, all electrical uh, all electricity is not created equal. Blockchain mining power has to be globally cost competitive and readily available and quickly scalable. Also, it has to have the right power load profile accompanied with a dependable existing infrastructure at the appropriate location. Mr. Tilton did say that at the end of last year. Now, Blue Castle is in Utah, and it's a Utah-based holding company that is actually best known for its nuclear power plant energy development. So moving into the cryptocurrency mining space actually is it's kind of a good fit and it's really kind of a no-brainer for them. Now, currently they're selling the right uh, kind of electricity to be capable to install miners via bilateral contracts. Now, basically what they want to do is they want to cut that out. They want to use basically 500 megawatts roughly of power to supply, and that's roughly enough power to supply the global Ethereum network or about one-fifth of the global Bitcoin network. Now, they are planning to do this, as I said, over 36 months. They do plan to get started in the second quarter of this year. What do you think? Let me know. Clap it up. Call in. Let me know what you think. Leave us a message. That way we can bring it on here. Do you want Bitcoin mining facilities brought to your area? To be honest with you, I think that wherever there's Bitcoin or cryptocurrency mining hubs, that they're, they are essentially going to come into or turn into blockchain hubs throughout the U.S. or throughout the world. I do see a, a large amount of, of uh, blockchain companies, I believe, that will be headed to areas there. I could be totally wrong. They could decide to go to Silicon Valley. Anyway, let me know what you guys think. Again, if you like this, go ahead and clap it on up. And if you didn't, that's fine. If you do like it and you want more cryptocurrency news, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and all the other available social media networks. Don't forget to bookmark our website too. We'll talk to you soon. A new report out claims that over 34,000 Ethereum smart contracts containing $4.4 million worth of Ether may be vulnerable to exploitation. That's the conclusion reached actually by a set of researchers hailing from Singapore and United Kingdom. And right now their technical report is currently undergoing peer review, but it does suggest that millions of dollars in ether may be at risk from poorly coded smart contracts that contain a variety of bugs. Now, some of you may have actually heard about the uh, issue that there was last year 
with the parity bug, which actually led to $168 million of Ether being rendered permanently inaccessible. Though there have been plenty of similar incident, incidents where inexperiences, inexperienced or inattentive developers have been caught out. That's just actually a small drop in the ocean. Now, this company had actually analyzed about 1 million smart contracts. Of these, 34,200 were found to be vulnerable, with 2,365 of these stemming from distinct projects. Now, that means that around 3.4% of all smart contracts are potentially vulnerable to being hacked, broken, or otherwise exploited. Of the contact contracts that the research firm flagged as being exploitable, the maximal amount of ether that could have been withdrawn or can be withdrawn is nearly 4,905 ether, which is close to $4.5 million dollars worth. Now the report does add that in addition, 6,239 ether, or approximately seven and a half million dollars worth, is locked inside. Contracts that are currently on the blockchain, of which 313 ether, or $379,940 plus or minus a little bit, have been sent to dead contracts after they've been killed. One thing that the report deliberately omits, which is a good thing, is the identity of the smart contracts that are flagged as being risky. But With almost one in 20 contracts vulnerable and a jackpot of over four and a half million ether up for grabs, there's no doubt that determined hackers have every incentive to put this research to the test. Now, what do you think? Do you think that this research group just opened Pandora's box to Ethereum hacks? That really, really, really kind of makes me nervous about investing in any. ERC20 token related contracts or ERC20 token related ICOs until I know that the code has actually been audited. That's the big thing. Most of these companies don't have their code audited, and it needs to be audited. What do you think? I would really like to hear your thoughts. Also, don't forget that if you like this episode, you can always listen to more right here on Anchor. You can check out our YouTube channel, and you can follow us. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all kinds of other social media. Thank you very much for checking out the show. We really like to know your thoughts. If you love the show, don't forget to clap it up and follow us. We'll talk to you soon because there's always more CryptoTalk News.